Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Uh, so quick roundup. We're going to start off with this whole thing with Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter. Twitter was 15 years old. Two days ago. Happy birthday, Twitter. Happy birthday, You've Twitter. You've been a horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible bane on my life, which it's I been, had to delete. He's been a 15-year-old. It's been the most angry, hormonal, moody social media platform that's going through it. I hate everyone. True, actually, Carnage, yeah. yeah. Twitter is obsessed. If, if you want to hate yourself in the world, go on to Twitter go for on a while. Twitter, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you'll just hate absolutely everything about it. But uh, the very first tweet that Jack Dorsey sent out was in 2006, where he said, just setting up my Twitter. Very interesting story about Twitter. Look into the, f- the founder of it, because there used to be a guy there who kind of set it up, and then your man came in and was like, see you, bye. Mm. Very interesting. Anyway, he has sold that tweet. He sold his first tweet for $2.9 million. $2.9 million. $2.9 million. He sold a tweet. How do you sell a tweet? There you go. How do you sell a tweet? I'm still trying to get my head around this, all right? There's a... A new thing, mm. a new thing coming out that people are buying and selling. And apparently this is very good for artists or creators or pe- people who make stuff online. Called an NFT. Now an NFT is a non-fungible token. What the hell is that? It's Googling this a little bit earlier on. NFTs are unique digital goods or commodities that can be bought and sold online with digital currency like Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of those things. And they can be anything digital from drawings and animations to music. But most of the current excitement is around using the tech to sell digital art okay yeah it's still not very clear no it's it? not clear no, no so apparently like you know with images you can just copy them and duplicate them and all music you can just copy and paste and you can duplicate loads of stuff online so yeah. you know there's no unique thing about anything is this not just a case of someone going how can I bloody make money by making up this garbage that someone will buy it and then someone with stupid amounts of money is like Oh yeah, you can buy this tweet. Yeah, Grant, I won't look into this. I won't look. Yeah, it that. sounds. Me or you could obviously look back on this tweet. No, it's there. It's, it's out there. This is, yeah, it's there. Yeah. This is the thing. So I could save that and have it you forever. Could, you could take a screenshot of Jack Dorsey's tweet for free. I could even get it plastered on my wall if I wanted. To. You could get it printed out and plastered on your wall, but apparently you don't own the original tweet. Oh, so there's a way right, of yeah. buying the original tweet and and the original asset now. I was trying to figure out how in the name of God does this make sense and why you want to do this. Like, people are getting so maybe dumb. Some people have stupid amounts of money because 5,000 pairs of digital runners, which mm. were designed, were sold for about, I don't know, there was, there was a couple of hundred pairs of runners were sold recently, digital runners, for about five and, five and a half grand each. You can't wear these runners. No. They're just the digital versions of them. But they're the original digital versions and apparently... 
Bitcoin is on this thing called blockchain, and blockchain is a very is a very strong way of verifying everything. So they link this token or digital label to the image or to the tweet and the first one you have is the original one mm. and that's it. Now people can copy it but you have confirmation that you have the original one when it's on this blockchain thing, right? So everyone will know from going forward at least from a technical point of view that yours is the original one and it... And that gives you validation that, that makes gives you feel you, good. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. Again... But like it's the same with if you think of all these video games that are out now or the the kids are on this thing called Roblox, right? You can buy stuff. You can buy rare pets and all this stuff that costs actual money. Yeah. The kids know the value of that. They want the ultra rare whatever it might be. So everything, you're yeah. investing money for people to have access to something that's you in a argue, game. You, you, yeah, you could argue in a game it might help with you're leveling up or your points or but it doesn't but, that's the thing right yeah it's status it's you know yeah did you ever play second city or sims did yeah play I, sims? I played sims yeah i suppose is it kind of like that people buying things for sims so kinda. they can have a bigger house and a bigger thing except this is really weird it's, it's real world so you need digital currency cryptocurrency to buy these things mm. i'm not sure how it applies to a tweet i still have no idea how you can buy a tweet no you know, I how can't. they link that tweet and, and what do you do when you own that tweet then you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very strange. It really is. It's a new thing, non-fungible token. It's a way of labeling digital artwork. It might be good if you are an artist who produces, let's say, you might, you might sell a photo online mm. and that's the original photo. Even though it can be copied, there is this token embedded in the photo that this is the original one. Yeah. Right? And then you can sell that online and there we go. And that's a way of confirming that you have the original photo. Yeah, what's that uh, photo, the famous one with the, the child with the balloon? Oh, it's a Banksy photo, yeah. yeah. I love that. I yeah. love the original of that. I have one on my wall, just one that I got off the internet. Yeah, so this is kind of trying to... There's obviously loads of prints and copies of that all over the place. Yeah. And the original would go for more. And now they're trying to maybe just translate that into a digital version. That this is the digital original and the rest of them are all... But waffle. Yeah, it's all status, though. Yeah. Now, the guy, Jack, he said, the founder who sold his tweet said he is going to donate the money to f- fight COVID in Africa. Okay, well, at least that's something positive. At least that's something. Yeah. But, like... I know. These are the new things, lads. You're going to be asked at Christmas, can I buy this non-fungible? Can I buy this thing? You're like, I've no, no idea No, you kind of feel on. like you want it in your hand. You want to be able to have it there. Like, yeah. something that's just... I know. Untouchable. On your hard drive. You know? And if you lose your hard drive, it's gone. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea of that at all. Weird. I do think that's the way the world is going, though. That Where I'll be locked inside on our VR headsets. Yeah. Can I show you my uh, original digital art thing? But you don't even have to show someone because they're on their device and they can see it. There you go. Weird. So that's what's happening. People are selling tweets and other digital assets and digital art forms and digital creations for stupid amounts of money because we live in a very weird, weird time. Uh, Moving on. Dogs can learn to detect cancer in man's wee. Dogs are incredible creatures. I will put it out there. They are way better than cats. I have a cat for reasons... You know, you know why mm. my reasons. I'm not allowed to have a dog in the apartment. And that's, you're just an old cat lady, so that's I, fine. Yeah, and she wrecks my head 24-7 and she only uses me for food. And that's what cats do. Fine, I get it. But dogs, incredible. So they can sense, from their sense of smell, can sense Yeah, so, so they did a, one study and two dogs were trained to be able to te- detect the chemicals from men's urine who were diagnosed with prostate cancer. So specific to prostate cancer. So, I mean... A slightly better test than the invasive procedures that yeah. some have to do for testing for getting your prostate checked. So they were trained to be able to smell the chemicals 
and were successfully able to do it and now dogs are going to be hopefully rolled out in the fight against cancer for men if you've prostate cancer I love this idea. great idea isn't yeah, it yeah it's really really good because you know sometimes say you might be waiting a long time for a test being done to check on this you know if they were able yeah. to get a dog to, to send that very quickly though that might save more lives. Yeah, so it was a Labrador, a four-year-old Labrador and a seven-year-old wire-haired Hungarian Vizsla. Lovely. Do you know that dog? No, I don't actually know that one. Um, and they were able to respond to the chemicals. The volatile organic compounds that were able to uh, detect the cancer in the urine samples. Um, so that's good news anyway. In, in slightly stranger, weirder news... They want to replace... A company wants to replace big, massive turbines that are obviously all over the place to provide wind energy. Right? You know, you see them off the coast. If you're ever taking a plane, you can see them off the coast of Waterford or Wexford, is it? They're in the sea and there's a few dotted around the country as well. A lot of people don't like them and say they cause a lot of problems. They can be noisy. Yeah. Some of them go on fire and uh, they can kill the odd bird who flies through them. Yes. So they're flying through them. Good luck. I've see you. Bye. Yeah. Bang. Uh, so a company has come up with a very... I want to say novel solution. They've created a giant phallic vibrating looking object to stand up in the air and will vibrate around as the wind blows to generate electricity. But it looks like a 50 foot dildo. Very nice. Kind of like the spire then. It's exactly, it's like a smaller version of the spire. Not that big, but uh, I'll show you a picture (laughs) of it there. It's okay. It's a a a vibrating dildo. It's It's a giant... They've coined it online, the, the sky braider, mm-hmm. the, the sky braider. So it's a giant cylindrical pole, which has a curved top and vibrates. I mean, you literally couldn't make this up. You're like, lads, you're, you're describing a, a vibrator. Yeah, here, like, that's exactly what it looks like as well. Um, but researchers hope that the fact that it doesn't have any turbine blades, there'll be less fires, there'll be less animals killed, and it might be more efficient to be able to produce electricity. But they look absolutely ridiculous. They do. So it's about three, four meters high and it's a bladeless vortex that they're trying these out with. Like, does it have to look like that? Like, did they do that purposely to, to be like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's going to be talking about this? Let's get loads of money to install a big dick in the middle of nowhere and yeah. we can say it's for electricity. And now apparently this is the company, Vortex Bladeless, they're a Spanish company and they're going to be uh, installing these, they're calling them giant rods, but they they they... they, they you know that is a giant rod. I'm not going to lie. They, yeah, but they they vibrate really aggressively. Obviously, when it's windy, they're bouncing back and forth, and they're able to turn that bouncing back and forth into kinetic energy that mm. does the same job as a turbine does. I don't know if I would want that, like in your back garden, a big, giant, shaky, vibrating sky dildo in your back garden. I mean, it's doing a job, like most vibrators do. You know, bringing a bit of energy into the room. Yeah, I know it is. It's bizarre looking. It's very weird. It's very provocative it's, it's and suggestive. It's creepy. Yeah. I'm Guarantee you, a woman didn't design that. Definitely not. It was Good definitely point. a group of lads sitting in kind of going, what's going on? That's yeah. all, all. There seems to be the standard go-to design. Like, look at the Wellington Monument, the Spire, and now the Vortex Bladeless Sky Dildo. Well, it could have been a woman that designed that, actually. Because maybe she was so into her own. Oh, yeah, maybe. She was fun, like, guys. She was like, do you know what would be great? <sighs> We thought about making one of these except 700 foot tall. No? I don't. It's only going to be time before someone gets on top of one of them and tries it out. 
there will be and we'll be right there beside them to uh, to do that and to try and, and test that out uh, Elon Musk back in the news he's always back in the news tweeting things doing mad stuff uh, he claims that he is going to be sending spaceships to Mars before 2030 that's so strange to so think that than, will be yeah in nine years time a lot happens in nine years yep do you know that kind of way so it is it is believable I still it still seems surreal but you know this is what he said he said in a recent interview and in a tweet he tweeted out saying SpaceX his spacey company will be landing starships on Mars before well before 2030 nice and uh, he's going to be building a base a self-sustaining sustaining base on Mars in the meantime as well I'd say you'd love to go to Mars would you uh, I was thinking of that yeah I wouldn't mind yeah see I'd hate that be too scared of, it'd be a bit of crack you'd love to go now there'll be nothing to do there when you get there yeah but, but just to say you went yeah where are you going this year oh we're going to go to Mars and we tried the moon last year and it was very busy a lot of kids but Mars is just a little bit more out of the way like that's going to be normal in do you think that'll be do you think 50, space 60, 70 years do you think space holidays will be normal in yeah, the next 100 years yeah and we'll be like our parents back in the day you know the way 100 years ago getting to Australia was like nah big deal yeah. like that was life changing that was weeks probably on a, on a ship yeah 100, 150 years ago you were never getting there and most of the ships that went out didn't survive blah 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 you never saw that side of the world is yeah is space going to be the new thing where, it's, where did you do your J1 I did it on Venus there's a class little Irish bar there I did my J1 on Venus imagine saying that and then uh, we came back and then we just decided to spend a week in Pluto before we came home is that what's going to happen is it's, space it's travel going to be thought. the next thing I think it might be yeah like in the next 100 150 years Oh, I wonder. Would you go, though? I w- I'd be too scared. I, well, I might go if it's been a regular yeah. thing. And maybe if I, if I lived till I was in my 80s, then I'd risk it. One last hurrah. Yeah, so I'd be like, if it doesn't doesn't work out now, yeah. you know, I don't mind. Because I, be, I'm sure it'd be a bit of crack. Like, I'm trying to think of things you could do on the moon. Like, you know the way there's those uh, trampoline parks around the place? Yeah. What are they called? Jump zone? Jump zone, yeah. They would be extra crack on the moon with less gravity. Oh, you'd be like slow-mo going up. And you'd be flying all over the place. Now, you'd obviously have to have a roof because you might fall off the planet or you might fall off the moon. You probably wouldn't. But, you know, that'd be great crack. But would you find it hard to breathe? Well, you'd have to be in a spacesuit. I know, but would you? Like, even with that, would you find it hard to breathe? Oh, because it's a spacesuit's pressurised like breathing normally. Yeah? Oh, I'd just be so terrified that the oxygen would go and you'd be struggling. Have you never never been scuba diving? No. Oh, God, I can't stand water, no. I went under once and I started crying and I had to come back up again. You've never gone scuba diving? Terrified of Great swimming. Great Sure, I wouldn't even go under the water. Even in a bath, I'm scared. What do you do when you're in a pool? Hang out over to the side and like... Just with your little apple teeny there going, woo! Yeah. Shallow end, sure. stand there, or else I swim by the edge. <laughs> so I can hang on. Hello? Oh, yeah, yeah. I oh, know, around a sec. No, I'd never go underwater. God, no. Space holidays, they're going to be the next things. Uh, that's control alt delete for this week. If you've missed anything major, you can let us know. 87 104. Here's Mast Wolf, astronaut in the ocean. Ah, ties right in. Happy days, Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Mast Wolf, that is astronauts in the ocean. It's Cormac and Sir here on Room 104. Got um, a message in there from Paddy. If we can live till our 80s, the technology will be there to make us live to 500. So lots of space trips. Yay. Do you think so, Paddy? Do you think that's how long we're going to be living? I would say a lot of people, well, maybe not. In some, I think in America and other places, the life expectancy started dipping downwards over the last couple of years, right? Because, you know, life can be a very, very stressful place. But with medical advances over the next 50 years, yeah, will, will, will we all be living till 100? 
Well, I think isn't, I guess, the biggest threat to us, kind of heart attacks, cancers, that kind of a thing. Nuclear bombs, not having a planet to live on. Yeah. Being so, cancelled. But, but out as of in health conditions and stuff like that. So if they can somehow be able to. Just got to get into the gym, Sertia. No, but say, say ca- cancers to a lot of yep. people are obviously nearly. You kind of feel, I know obviously we've advanced hugely, but like it feels like a death threat really, mm, yeah. doesn't it? When you get when you get that news. So if they can maintain, you know, if you had tablets or I don't know what, they were able to kind of like keep an eye on it and oh. it was just like a long-term illness as opposed to yeah, the end. Yeah. You know, that would help hugely. Yeah. So I definitely think, yeah, I'd love to live till I'm 500. Would you? They can advance the old technology there and I don't know about 500 medicine. Maybe 150 I think you get most things done You probably if you wanted If you got up off your hole You'd probably get most things done if, In 60 years In 40 years If you lived till you were 500 though Like how many different times Would you be married And like you'd have so many kids Oh like, you're not going to be with The same person for 500 like, years Please <laughs> Oh please <laughs> Sorry Sushi Dear I forgot Dear God uh, Jesus People can't even stick to the one for Oh God! Ten. Yeah, the divorce business will be boom, and then you're in for your fortieth divorce. Is that right, Mrs. Long? <laughs> like, Grand. That would be true. Here we go. Who is it this time? Yeah, Grand. Oh, lads. So you wouldn't be with you if you live if you could live to five hundred. You would. Yeah, I would. Would you not get bored though? Oh no! In five hundred years, bored. you would get to every single country at least like four times in the world. I know, but that's a nice amount of time because you remember them. But would you still be working? This is the thing. The government would probably push the retirement age out to four hundred and eighty-eight. That would, that would be it. Our life expectancy is now four, 500, so we're going to make you work till 488. You won't be getting a pension until then. And then that would actually, be a real problem, actually. If you did win the lotto, if you won, say. It'd be gone, yeah. If you even won a few million, that's nothing. No. Nope. If you're living that long. Good luck. See you, bye. You'd fly through that. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, the money would be the issue. You need to go find yourself a, an old sugar daddy. <laughs> a, a trillionaire sugar daddy person. Yeah. And then he can. Take you on all your trips for 500 years. Oh, you could do everything. Would you not be bored? Though? It would be really depressing, though, because everyone you know... Okay, unless everyone, ever, unless everyone... You'd never, ever have a moment of, oh, I wasted so much of my time doing because it's way more time. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be actually chaos, though, because if everyone lived till 500, yeah. there'd be no room left on the planet. You know what I mean? The, 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 no one would be able to afford a gaff because all the, everyone's staying in their gaffs because your granny won't die and move out and Stop leave the house kind of thing. Stop too much into it. You're reading no, between the lines oh, I'm just saying, you know. I'm you th- think I'm about it logically. Don't think logically. That's the, that's the point. Okay. If you don't think logically we'll and you know it. you can be healthy for 500 years, yeah. why not make all the mistakes you want? Do everything that you were never going that to do. That would be the other depressing thing. Do. If you lived to 500, you would not care about anyone. No. Until you were at least 250. You would be young. You would be riding all around you. You oh, would yeah. be playing the field. You'd never work because you'd, you'd be never, like, you'd never I don't ever care. sit but, back and go, "I wish I did this," because you'd have done it. Then you should. They'd have to raise the voting age to like three hundred years of age, because you know you'd be like, "No, no, hang on a second now. You're off gallivant now, doing whatever. You can't vote." I'd love it. It'd be crack, all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um. Anyway, speaking of money and things like that, we were just chatting about Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter. You might have seen this in the news a little bit earlier on how he did this. We're not too certain, but he sold his first ever tweet from 2006 for 2.9 million to some other rich Malaysian man. Um, And I was just wondering, right, a lot of people's strategy for financial success Mm. is to maybe win the lotto. Yeah. Get lucky in a scratch card. 
find some money down the back of the seat. But are you hanging on to anything, maybe from your childhood or a certain toy, that you're hoping in 10, 15, 20 years time might be worth something someday? I still have my Furby. Do you? Yeah. I still have my Furby and I haven't like, touched that. Are you deliberately holding that on because you're like, that'll be worth something someday Yeah, I, I think it will. Not right now. Now I think you can definitely resell them for a bit of money. Mm. But not life change. You couldn't retire on the money. No. But I'm hoping that maybe when I'm 60, that'll getting, be worth... Getting a big Furby payout. Yeah, that'll be worth a lot. I know some people, I didn't. I had them for years and then I just got rid of them. But you know the, the full Premier League sticker books that you had yeah, and you, there was a thousand stickers part of that I think they were worth a lot of money I know a lot of people hang on to them yeah. and keep them for years but I wonder if there's someone with let's say an original Playstation 1 that they're holding there they're not getting rid of them they're not throwing out because you're like you know what that's going to be worth a lot of money also people will have things that they will never part with it doesn't mm. matter how much money they're offered like for me it's my Bosco cup so I have a Bosco cup that I got for Easter when I was three yeah. so it has the RT little mark on it and Bosco he's been used and abused I mean I have put yeah. him in the wash ma- or the, dish- the dishwasher loads of times obviously I still use the cup but I had posted up a picture of me drinking out of that maybe last year I had I'd say no joke 20 messages from people going 20 my god any chance you would sell that I'll, I'll buy that really for, yeah people were offered money there's no way would you sell that I wouldn't sell that like, I would only sell that for a serious amount of cash. Like, like how much would you sell a cup for? 100 quid? No, like, I'm talking thousands. Ah, you wouldn't get thousands for it now. No, I wouldn't get thousands for it, but I would only sell it for maybe 20 grand at the, the, the least amount, because I love it. Right, okay. Well, I know a lot of people who listen to the show, you're big into movies and games. They definitely know the movies and maybe comics and things like that as well. Like, are you the type of person that has something stored away in the attic or in the cupboard somewhere that you're holding out hope for that in a few years time you might be able to sell it and make a couple of quid off like what what are you holding on to what are you collecting what are you hoping for that big payout whether it's old movies old toys an old heirloom because everyone wants to be that person on the even though it's an old person show everyone dreams of going on the antiques road show with like something from the attic and going how much is this worth now and holding out for that's worth a hundred grand it is one of those shows you you just get hooked on isn't it listen it's an L1 show but I'm just wondering is old games or CDs or books or whatever what are you holding on to in your house in your bedroom in the attic in the cupboard that you're hoping someday could be worth a nice little bit of cash let us know 0876797104 Julie but levitating on the way next year you're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. In your gaff, give us your address and we'll be around in two minutes' time. Tell us what it is. No, uh, any old toys or old games or old heirlooms or old things that you're holding out hope for that in a couple of years' time you can sell it and make a few quid out of it. Every so often you hear these crazy stories about old Disney movies or, or old Harry Potter books worth a lot of money, but when we're in this in this world where you can sell a tweet for 2.9 million from 2006, what do you have that was maybe from your childhood or from your teenage years that you're holding on to thinking, you know what now, I'll keep that, I'll keep that upstairs now in a box and it might be worth a few quid in a few days. Yeah, Mary is messaging to say, I have a Tamagotchi unopened. Oh, unopened. That'd be unopened. worth a few quid. I'd say it would. And two Furbies, one an original and one a fur baby. The original Furbies, because the Furbies come around every now and then where people, you see, hear those stories, oh my God, they're listed on Amazon for 13 grand. And you're like, yeah, whatever. There's only a very mm-hmm. limited range of of what they are. But the Tamagotchi unopened, would it be worth something? I would say so now. I loved my Tamagotchi. They were great crack. Yeah, they were. You had to keep them alive and everything. I used to get so upset going to school. I was yeah. going to die. Um, that's 
go like if they have the packaging, that's a really good sign. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I have one of Roy Keane's Ireland jerseys. That comes in from Dan. Oh, that's uh, a good find as well to keep, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I know. Mates of mine used to do that either. Sometimes after the match, they would hang around mm. the bus or where the players would come out and ask for the jerseys, and they'd be grand the odd time. Because um, the the match ones as well, you can tell because the international ones usually have the fixture stitched into the sleeve, and there's no sponsor on them, oh, so you can tell, you know. And I'd say if you ever got that one signed, you'd be onto some serious cash flow. Uh, I have an ET Teddy from years ago. Oh, that's weird looking. Oh, that's yeah, I'd want that. <sighs> I'd want the ET Teddy. Oh, was it ET or Gale? Who knows? <laughs> Poor Gale. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, last year for Christmas I got a pair of Alexander McQueen Alexander McQueen isn't that the designer or is that Alexandra? No it's uh, Alexandra I, I think. McQueen for Christmas and I've never wore them because my ankles were killing me. But you're going to sell them on hopefully in the future. Yeah they would be profitable now. Any designery stuff Yeah. Don't I've, go I've, out of fashion. I've nothing. I'm there kind of really stupidly kind of thinking back Maybe your mom does though. No. Does she not have an adequate loads of stuff in it that No, she's she's downsized. She's thrown everything into a skip and set set a match to it. Uh Orbis World Cup nineteen ninety complete sticker album plus Kellogg's pop up players. Oh profile. yeah, I used to love them. What were they? I remember my brother having them. You're getting flat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Rashbacks. Yeah. Oh, weird. I wonder if he still has them. The little figurine things. I can't remember them. Do you know what I was thinking there, now that you mentioned Kellogg's as well? Did anybody keep their toys from the cereal boxes? Do you remember when Kellogg's, the three lads, used to be superheroes? Yeah. Uh, Snap, crackle and pop. And they used to be superheroes. And they used to be stickers or glow-in-the-dark stuff for your bike. Or maybe that was the Frosties thing. I remember getting that was Frosties, the Frosties thing, yeah. But there was loads of toys. I used to, for the, there used to be extra stickers in the actual cereal itself, but also 
in between the cardboard box and the plastic bag. Oh, so yeah. So I used to be, we <laughs> got a new box of cereal, Saturday morning would literally be hand through the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. You wouldn't get that down COVID days, would you? I was just going to say, you'd never get that in general now. Oh, going through it. They were great crack. But they, they, yeah, would they have been worth some money? Yeah, maybe. Um, got a message in there. Who's that from? Uh, I had, uh, I have an old O'Neill's ball that my L had robbed from a Leinster final. That could be worth something. What's this in now from Paddy? I've seen a few people with these, but I don't really know what they are. I don't know if it's the same brand, but I've seen kids with that's that, uh, what's that to do with people hoarding Funko Pops? What are Funko Pops? It's ridiculous. Yeah, and these then, little figurine things, but they're in the you don't take them out of the box at all. My hero I my hero academia, pop animation, all my teacher is this from a series or a game that we're not? Uh, I, I don't think it with... is from a series unless it's like a YouTube thing I'm not sure but yeah I've seen kids with them and I don't get them but mm. I mean no one got Pogues is that what they were called? Pogues? Pogues <laughs> Pogues were the Irish version <laughs> what a game of Pogues would you like to play a game of Pogues, Pogues. with me? Pogues <laughs> Ronan played Pogues Ronan played Pogues <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. I'll let myself out. Oh, I'll let yourself Pogs. out. Uh, Pogs. <laughs> Pogs, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you have anything like that still going around and you're one of the lucky people who decided to hang on to something back in the day, it's still in the packaging. Is it a Tamagotchi? Is it some Pogs? Is it some Premier League stickers? <laughs> is it an old Sega Mega Drive or whatever it is? Or maybe it's something from an Ireland match or a Dublin game or whatever it was. Uh, let us know what you're, what you're holding on to, to that you will hope to sell in a couple of years' time. Maybe make some money out of it. 0876797104. Here's Dua Lipa levitating. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. Dua levitating. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want it. Reminder, tomorrow night at 9.40 is time for... Yeah. yeah, we know. Another torture for me. Just want to give you a heads up. You can electrocute us live on the air tomorrow night. There's an electric shock collar for a dog, which will be around our necks. It's a simple head-to-head quiz. Just every question that you get wrong, we get electrocuted. And if you're the person who gets the most questions right out of 10, free uh, free, uh, free takeaway voucher. 20 euro takeaway voucher from Justy tomorrow night, 9.40. Just giving you a heads up. Can't Very wait. excited about Two that. Two days in a row, I get tortured. Brilliant. You get your... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You get shocked tomorrow and you get your hair cut on Thursday. So get involved. That is tomorrow evening right now. Like if you want to be living the lifestyle that should go with this music, you need a few quid. Like this isn't broke music. No, it's not. This is swanning about the place in a lovely big mansion. You've got a butler there. You've got a driver. You'd have no financial worries. No care in the world, they would say. The exact opposite inversion of 2021 yeah pretty much this is the exact opposite music of 2021 that's like oh everything's fine this is the anti-music yeah or this is your mental breakdown in the middle of the pandemic where you're just like I don't care about anything anymore <laughs> yeah, th- this is me most days like I want this on repeat yeah. in my apartment this is what your woman was probably playing going down the M50 oh yeah 100 miles an hour 20 guarded cars yeah <laughs> I can't hear you oh sorry am I being chased um, she's teasing an OnlyFans account as well to see that is she? I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, live and let live. Doing all right. Anyway. She's back from Spain. Uh, she is, yeah. yeah. She got fine as well. Tragic. Well, I mean, the OnlyFans will help with that. There one. you go. Maybe that's the reason for it. Anyway, 
Uh, if you want to be living that, a nice, you know, luxurious lifestyle, you obviously need a little bit of cash. So now that you can sell things online like your tweets, they're selling tweets. I don't even know how it works, but the founder of Twitter sold his first tweet from 2006 for 2.9 million. But is there anything in your gap from 2006 or 2000 or 1995? Old toys, sports memorabilia that might be worth a few quid. 0876797104. What are you keeping that? Maybe... You're just thinking maybe in a couple of years that might be worth something. Now, Aiden has said, not sure if I said this already, lads, but remember the phone cards with the pictures on them? Now, I don't remember this. How do you not remember them? When we had no mobile phones, Yeah. and I know if you are under the age of 25, you don't remember that world, but you'd call boxes, so you'd need to get the Telecom Air and call cards, and Never. then you get some personalised ones with different faces on them. I think you could get your own ones printed with your own faces on them. Could you? I think so, yeah. You could definitely get different pictures of one that was like, oh, the Cliffs of Moher on a Telecom Air and card. And then you went in with your 20 euro worth of calls into a phone box. I never remember that. Don't know. Don't How strange. Yeah, I should remember that, shouldn't I? Yeah. Like, we're not... You're 48. It's only three years between us. Serge's first uh, phone was one of the spinny dialy ones where it's, you know, vrit, uh, is this the, what was it, the rotatory phone? Can't believe there's only two years between us. You look so much older 12, than me. <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> well, listen, when I start putting Botox into my face, then maybe I can take some of the, the years off as well, all right? Maybe you could, yeah. Maybe. Anyway, let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one four. What were some of those things that you maybe have rooting around in the attic that might be worth a few quid? Ian has said, I have an old Sega Mega Drive. Oh, I'd say yeah. I'd say people would buy that now. Like I know with the new stuff that's coming out every year, and you know, yeah. If you look at things like um, what's the name of that cafe in or that restaurant bar place in Stony Batter that has all the retro arcade games? Oh, I've gone there twice. Brilliant crack! Oh God, that's going to annoy they me now. They have Sonic, Pac-Man, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Time Cop. Where this is, is where they have the bus outside. You can get pizza on the bus. It's like a an old, not working bus. It's just stuck how there in the, it, in the big, courtyard. How big is this bus? Is it a small silver bus? Yeah. Across the road. Close enough to it, yeah. What's what, it called? I don't know what it's called. Token. Is it Token? Aha, Dave. Is it? It is Token. Okay. Grey crack. Yeah. I feel real bad for them because they're obviously shafted in the middle of this as well. I know. Places like that. Token. Grey crack. I just want to go in and play a game. Just a couple of games. Surely you can let in one or two of us. It's essential viewing. Token. I'm sure some of those old games would be worth... If you had an old original pinball machine, I'd say some of them yes. go for thousands. Pinball would be good. What else did we play with back in the day? Pogues, as you mentioned. The Pogues. I played with some Pogues, Premier League stickers, uh, Furbies, Tamagotchis, Game Boy. I had an old Game Boy. That might have been worth money. I had a first generation Game Boy. I would buy a Game Boy. I loved the Game Boy. And we could only afford one between the five kids, which was fine. Oh, chaos. So it was always the battery was dead all the yeah. time. And, you know, oh, trying to take your turn and getting annoyed. I had brother. Tetris and one other game on the Game Boy. Super Mario. T- Terminator 2 on the Game Boy. It was oh. the most terrifying game I've ever played in my life. Brilliant game. I only liked Mario. And the first game, and I think the only game I've ever finished. Unbelievable game. On the Game Boy as well is absolutely stunning uh, and terrifying. But that might have been worth something. Yeah, that might, uh, maybe I still have that. You should look. I should definitely look. That would be something. You could sell that. Could or sell keep it. For, but for see, a few that's, pounds. that's yeah. something that you'd remember and go, oh, I remember playing that. You don't want to sell it then. I know, I know. Uh, anything else? What are you tucking away? Maybe it's a Tamagotchi. Maybe it's your old Premier League stickers. Maybe it's, uh, what else could it be? Something random. Posters or jerseys from uh, 
the Ireland team that you got outside the Aviva or the Lansdowne should I say 0876797104 what are you holding on to up in the attic that might be worth a few quid in the very near future you're hoping it might make you some money anyway let us know drop us in a message Ed Sheeran shape you that's on the way next year you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong FM 104 very serious now isn't it very serious uh, I got a message in there from someone from Tala currently living in Laytown Al sorry Al Al in Laytown said Sersha love you on the show <laughs> sitting right here Al <laughs> anyway any chance I can get your songs on vinyl maybe it's because he loves my voice so I have my obviously my songs yeah yeah maybe it is exactly um, on vinyl that would be beautiful I would like my songs on vinyl it's very expensive getting vinyl done yeah but very like expensive. I'm worth it obviously I'm worth it obviously that is what I'm going to give you for your birthday all your songs on vinyl all my songs on vinyl so you can listen all the time um, Al may not be able to get them on vinyl you can send you an mp3 on the whatsapp though but if, uh, if you've just tuned in don't know what we're on about every week we remix a different part town of uh, Dublin into a song and uh, we've done you know Stalorga by far my favourite Cabra Abracadabra Meet you in Cabra. So, we've done a lot of places. We've done the Lorgan and Swords and Finglas and Cabra, Blanche, Clondalk and Watkinstown, Tala. Swords. Did I say Swords? No, Swords. Drimna and Watkinstown. Yeah. So, we need to make a decision by tomorrow on what the next place is going to be. Now, so, I was brainstorming all day. I right, had okay. my, my juices flowing. Right. Creative juices, that was. Mm-hmm. By the way. Um, Looking through a lot of my playlists, yeah. singing by myself to my cat yeah, about what would work. She kept walking out of the room. Uh, but anyway, there's a few different places in my head that I would love to do. Okay, suggestions please though. Last nominations, 0876797104. Where would you like us to do next? Where would you like us to butcher next? 0876797104. What, what part of Dublin is home? Uh, where are you living right now? And include suggestions of things to include in sets on yeah like Ben did Ben was very thorough and he uh, even went to the two McDonald's yeah and he did mention did the he mention Spa Hotel and the Woodies yeah, yeah. so Lucan Lucan has come in a couple of times this evening so if you're from Lucan happy days we can work with Lucan in a, in a little way Lucan's a different, difficult place to get a song into but there's a lot of things in Lucan Lucan's a huge place there's a lot of pubs there a lot of famous people come out of Lucan and there's a Woodies and a McDonald's and, and a Spa Hotel which I think is Lucan as well uh, other places this evening that have come in Ballyfermot and Ballymun always get good shout outs so Ballyfermot would be a great one to do I think as well yeah. I don't know what song would work with Ballyfermot though Mutt Ballyfermot I don't know yeah we'll start using the Irish names I wonder what Ballyfermot is is Osgeilge probably Ballyfermot Ballyfermotin yeah Ballyfermot it's Ballyfermot with a father Irish that's what it is Ballyfermot in Irish uh, Ballyfermot Balia for made. Balia for made. For made, for no, mod? We're not for doing Marge. an Irish version. We're not doing it. Sorry. Why not? It won't work. We've got a TV show off TG Car. It's easy. A couple of Irish songs. Boom. Balia for made. We can get it in. It might work better. Balia for, for made. I know. You've already used that song. I know. Sorry. Yeah, but we could Sorry. do it in Irish. Um, oh, yeah, we could, yeah. Um, so listen, Ballyfermot's there as well. Uh, Ballyfermot, Lucan, Ballymun, Malahide have been the other ones. Scaries, Ballybrack, 
AO Captain Jack, bring me back to Ballybrack was an, another popular that. suggestion. Yeah. Uh, so 87 Include the main famous places, famous people, historical points of note that should definitely go into a song about where you're living right now or where you're from. Okay? Uh, let us know. 87 We have to make a decision by tomorrow because I want to give myself an extra day to work with the tripe that I got sent from Saoirse. How dare you? Okay. Got a team of engineers many, in to go. How what do many we do with people this? have asked for copies? Someone wants it on bloody vinyl. I have done my job. Thank you and good night. Let us know. Anyway, here's uh, Ed Sheeran Shape of You. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. It's your shape of view. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Now, every week here on the show, we take a different part of Dublin and we butcher it into a song and destroy it forevermore. Things like Stilorgan got pretty badly done over. Touch me in That's all we'll play with that. We've done Fingers. We've done We Found Swords. We've done Cabra. We've got... Get ready for the blanche. Ooh. And, and that's it. I mean, that was arguably the best one. No, I would say, though, hang on a second. It's not a reflection of me. That is not me. It doesn't sound like me. It sounds far too put together. Uh, I like the more natural version of Stilorgan, and, and so on and so forth. Um, Tyg has messaged in saying Ballyfermit. Yeah. Tyg wants Ballyfermit? Okay, listen, let us know whereabouts in Dublin you would like us to remix this week. 087-67-97-104 Where's home? What are the important parts of uh, the place that you're from? The important people? The main pub? The main shipper? The main housing estate? You know, where all the cool kids grew up from? Yeah These are the things that we need to know So drop us in a WhatsApp I'm making a decision tomorrow Earlier So the main ones that have come in this evening Competing for this week's Is Lucan, Ballyfermot, Ballymun and Ballybrack Yeah uh, is there uh, else? Now, can no. you stop with the abuse, uh, Keith? Uh, Sersha, it's time to give your voice a break. If you keep trying to sing, you could lose it for good. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, and I also got a lovely message saying, the next time when Sersha is singing, please put sellotape on her mouth so she could shut up singing. I don't like her singing. Well, aggressive. Cormac, you're better. Oh, um, thanks very much. Yeah. That was pure harsh now, to be honest. Well, um, no. <laughs> so any positive... Messages that want to come in. If you are from a certain area that you think you want glorified, because that's what I do, I tend to put a lot of love, celebration, a of, yeah, a lot of myself. She into puts the song. about six seconds of effort in and then just vomits it over to me. And I then, do and not just vomit it. Kind of I promise now I'll stay in time this week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really practice my timing because that's the only thing that's wrong. The only thing. Like everything else is bang on, bang on the money. I wouldn't say bang on, sir. You know, I wouldn't say. Wouldn't say bang on. That's your opinion, Cormac. No one asked for your opinion. It's my professional opinion. I've watched two YouTube tutorials on how to produce music. I think I know what I'm doing. But you don't know how to sing. So. All right. I, I know what I'm doing. Okay. Well, once you know what you're doing with my beautiful voice, that's all that matters. Beautiful I, voice, I'm, yeah. Sam says Scaries would be lovely yeah Scaries is a nice place Sam what would be the main thing Scaries I know obviously there's the harbour there is the storm in a teacup blue bar for the wings what else there's a couple of nice bars and restaurants on that little seafront area there anytime I go there I always feel like I'm on my holidays yeah that was the holidays back in the day I'm trying to think where is where is our Clondalkin song now to play because you're talking about it being 
having, can, can we play it again? Being stunning and brave and having... I, I am just letting you know that um, I'm paired back. I give my all. Um, I... Like, there's no BS with me. I am who I am. On and off air. In my voice. In my singing voice. Yeah, she's such a good voice. that's just me. Yeah, no, beautiful. Really good. Oh. <laughs> stunning and brave. Keith, I know you meant I'm stunning and brave instead of what you did say. What did he say? You can't sing and that's it. <laughs> I would listen, we have to play this out one final time, all right? This is what you're going to get. This is the standard of quality. Again, can we dedicate this to Keith? Uh, this is especially for Keith and this is the last one we've done which is for Clondalkin and we will leave you with this we will end on an absolute beautiful high right we'll leave the show with this but let us know drop us in a WhatsApp where you would like us to do next and what are the important famous special things about that area 87 final time tonight now this is the first and final time we've played this this evening this is our song for Clondalkin beautifully sang by uh, myself and Saoirse wherever you are stop what you're doing pull over and you might really, need to pull over You no, might crash the car Yeah it's Really horrific. take in every single word Of this song And enjoy It's been butchered But listen Cheers for tuning in This evening we'll talk to you Tomorrow night from 9 Shock Jocks is on the way And this is Clondalkin's latest Do hope you enjoy Tef 104 Hey Zersha Yeah You know we're finally here right Where are we Clondalkin Then Saturday Sunday what The Laura's Pub Then Saturday Sunday what It's Clondalkin Then Saturday Sunday what The Black Line Pub
Friday, Saturdays. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.